just watched Megan, or as you say, Mithrigan. Yeah, because it's funnier to say Mithrigan. Mithrigan. Like when people call the newest Fantastic Four movie fan four stick because they put the four in the A. Uh, it amuses me. Yep, yep. Or so seven, seven, so seven, Ven. That's what it is. The David Fincher. The film seven? Yeah. Okay. So seven, Ven. So Mithrigan. <laughs> Mithrigan also or Megan. Megan. It was a movie that came out, I think, this year. It's yeah. our first... 2023 watch of 2023. Did it come out this year? I I feel like it, it came re- out recently. January. It came out recently. Yeah. It was the ads were everywhere. Yeah. For it. Um so we finished watching it and you said Well, we you did, said because <laughs> we had to search up because I had typed M E G on the search tool. And yeah, and I and and one of the thumbnails was Mega Shark versus Mecha Shark, and I said we could have watched that. Mm-hmm. And you said it wouldn't have been a worse choice. It would not have been a worse choice. Um, so yeah, that that's uh, my thoughts on Megan. <laughs> should uh, should preface this: we're going to spoil. Yeah. The film. These Although, our- can you spoil a movie that has zero surprises? <laughs> Um, yeah, that's a spoiler, Kevin. Oh, okay. That's a spoiler. (laughs) These are our first impressions without doing any research or pre-thought beforehand. Yeah, just us reacting to the movie we just watched. Yeah, it's not very often that you see a film where the trailer, almost all of the trailers from the last 20 to 30 minutes of the film. Yeah, there was very little from the beginning of the movie in the trailers. That's um, unusual. Yeah. Uh, possibly that they did that because um, all of those were the boring parts and they didn't want to put them in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wanted want you to get excited about the creepy doll. Yeah. I mean, to Megan's credit, the doll, pretty creepy. Yeah, that's why I didn't really want to watch this film. Because you don't like creepy dolls. I don't like creepy dolls. I don't like horror stories about dolls that come alive. Yeah. Um, And, but then there's the added layer. Like, normally, you know, like, it's like a baby doll. Yeah, it's like a little. A little doll. Yeah. It looks like a doll. But Megan hits the uncanny valley. Yes. And that's like the whole premise of the movie, I think, is like, this looks creepy. Then... Like, it's very close to human, but off enough so that it is disconcerting. Uh-huh. That, um, yeah. And that... I I do have to want to give props to the actress who played Megan. Um, I think she did a very good job with her body. Like, I don't know how much of the face was animatronic versus live under a flesh thing. A um, mask. That's the word. <laughs> a mask. That was probably not made of flesh. because <laughs> You know, flesh, skin, fake, fake silicone, fake. skin fake. Um, yes, a mask. Thank you, Amy, for that word that accurately describes what I was looking for. Um, but her physicality, which was, I think, put forward in the trailers to a certain extent, um sold it. You know, mm-hmm. when she was walking around like a robot, she looked like she was a robot walking around. Yeah. A little, me- little mechanical, not quite 
human. Yeah. So, good job, actress who did that. Mm -hmm. We didn't even open up IMDb. Oh, I opened up Wikipedia. Oh, that was good, too. Because they had a... You could say the name of the person. uh, Her name was Amy Donald. Cool. And then she was voiced by Jenna Davis. Cool. Um, The voice acting was adequate for the role. Um, They're making a sequel, so... Well, they did open it up for a sequel at the end. Yeah. I do like little tags. So at the end, you know, the Megan has been destroyed, defeated, mm-hmm. and they, you know, everybody's can do their denouement uh-huh. and breathe a sigh of, of relief. Yeah. And then the little Alexa thing, Elsie, I think its name was. It wasn't Alexa. Yeah. Um, the light comes on. Oh no! She's she's in the house. Megan has downloaded herself to the the cloud. The yeah. Home voice assistant. Device. Well, I mean, Megan has um, infinite computer power, which allowed her to do just about anything she wanted with technology. Um. Yeah. So, sequel bait. She could come back, make a new Megan. I definitely don't think it needs a sequel. I agree with that. I don't think it needs Unless they call it Meforgan. I would watch that. You would watch Meforgan? I mean, only because I know the sequel's already called Megan 2.0, I would watch Meforgan. So, it's Mithrigan 2.0. Yeah, Mithrigan 2.0. Not Meforgan. Wouldn't it be... Meg Forn. Oh yeah, that's even better, Amy. Meg Forn. Uh, Meg Forn. That would be. Four makes the A. the A. Yeah. Of Megan. That would be good too. Um. Yeah. Um. So the movie proceeds almost exactly how I expected it to. No surprises there. Um. I literally was making a list of characters that were going to die and then putting check marks next to them <laughs> when they died. Good job, Kevin. You <laughs> you got all of them. I did think the therapist was going to get killed, and she didn't. I, yeah, I thought the therapist would. Um, but as characters showed up, I was like, yeah, they're going to die. They're going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even really think I missed anyone, because she did attack... The techs in the lab, but I don't think she killed them. It's no, a, they, I guess they, they blew up. No, they they popped out of the, the police car. Oh at yeah, the very end. yeah, yeah. So they didn't die. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was real checked out by the end. Really, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not uh, watching anymore. Uh, I did think um, towards the beginning, as Megan is becoming a psycho. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you can be a psychopath if you're an AI and you don't have... She's just following her programming. Um, and she goes after the neighbor's dog. Mm -hmm. And the number one rule of movies is don't Don't kill kill the the dog. dog. (laughs) Don't kill the dog. Um, but you know what? In this case, I didn't really care. Mm -hmm. I thought it was interesting because they had set up that the dog attacked the little girl. Yes. And so... I didn't feel sorry for the dog. Yeah. When, when, you don't see it die. No, it's all, all, 
It's it's a surprisingly bloodless film. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's PG-13, but I've seen blood in PG-13 movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I thought that was interesting. The next thing she does is go after the little boy. And that little boy was a future serial killer. Yeah. Uh, I also didn't feel bad. When he died. <laughs> when he died. So they're doing a real good job of um, putting you in Megan's head. Um, maybe also because I was super prepared for the death of the little boy because it was in the trailer. Yeah, the whole, the whole, the whole thing, thing was, was in, in the, the trailer. trailer. So, and to be fair to the movie, or not fair. Uh, to be fair to the trailer, the movie telegraphed it like from the boy's first appearance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, this kid's gonna get murdered. Yeah. <laughs> Bully to the He exists solely for us to dislike him so that we can have another victim. Yeah, but I think by the time we got to the third victim, the neighbor, I was like, mm. okay. now, now I'm starting to feel bad for, <laughs> for the victims. Yeah. Well, and then by the time she was killing the boss, played by Ronnie Chang, who I recognized... <laughs> Um, just putting that out there, I recognize an actor good, from a thing. Good job, good job. Um, I don't even know why. I don't care why. I don't know why she killed them or the people in the lab, other than they were going to fix her. I don't know. I, that's that's a good point. I don't know how they were putting. Um, I don't know what the little girl's name was. Katie. Katie. That's because um, Katie was a non-entity in the film. <laughs> uh, Katie. Somehow they were going to hurt her or put her in danger. Yeah, but they had not established that particularly well. I think Megan's logic was flawed, though. Um, I think people were going to suspect the murdering doll and not that it was a (laughs) murder-suicide in the elevator. I think they were going to figure that out. Yeah. So She... Megan is not great, um... And I think this is actually a really good representation of uh, the state of large language models, or what we've been commonly calling AI, like chat, GPT, and the like, um, is they're not really good at forward thinking. They're very good at now thinking. (laughs) They can address the things now, but it's difficult for them to keep things going for long terms. Mm -hmm. And none of Megan's choices were beneficial in the long term. Fair enough. Which is giving the movie way too much credit. But I'll do that. I'll give it some credit there. Well, it got a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, but a 6.4 out of 10 from IMDb. Yeah. Which I think is a better... It's a better ap- re- representation um, of what I feel about the film. Uh, I did think that the real... I I was giving it more credit in the beginning. I thought the real horror story would be like Allison Williams' parenting. Yeah, this child that she has to um, adopt her her niece. Yeah, um, after her niece's parents were killed, mm-hmm. and I thought that was going to be like this the story behind that would have been interesting. Um, where where <laughs> Allison Williams' character can't put aside her her work her, and her ends up neglecting her adoptive child. Yes, that would have been interesting. It was just Megan though. Yeah, that was one of the other notes I wrote, was like, what is this about? Is this movie about anything? And not every movie has to be about something. Uh, and so this movie was about 90 minutes long. 
Mm-hmm. And that was about it. <laughs> there was it was not using its horror elements to investigate or think about or put new light on any of the topics it was dealing with. Uh, it wasn't like a, a technology bad or grieving hard. Uh, I think it was a little technology bad. Like, <laughs> be afraid of your Alexa because okay. your AI toy robot could take it over and try to kill you. I guess. Not with the Alexa. No. It can just flash the lights menacingly at you with... <laughs> The Alexa. <laughs> the flashing menacing lights was a very take me out of the film moment because I'm like, that's for us, the audience, to make it menacing. Like, it's not menacing. It's menacing because this doll is trying to kill her. Like, the lights flashing to make it look weirder feels to me like a thing for the movie-watching audience. I think you are talking about the moment where it's kind of like strobe lighting yes. for Megan... But yes. there are several moments in the film beforehand. So it's you're talking about a moment where it's kind of like strobe lighting because she's, she's moving weird. moving all weird, yeah. And so it's extra weird because you've got the the way that strobe lights make look th- make things look like they're in slow motion. Uh-huh. Um, but I I meant kind of beforehand. Okay, when they're like, just turning off Megan all the lights. Megan was a little upset. Like, when we're starting to figure out that yes. she's... That Megan's starting to figure out how to... Beat her programming. Yes. Um, she can flash the lights. She can... Fair. Uh, she tries... Allison Williams was trying to turn on the lights. And, and she kept turning yeah. them off. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Plus, Megan's coming back in the Alexa. Yeah, so we're going to get more so, flashing lights. <laughs> I, I think there's, uh, you know, um. a healthy fear of technology. Mm-hmm. That it's... Building upon, I guess. Yeah, I did. I had to laugh when. Um, again, this is more accurate than I know if they meant to be. Um, I would have liked the whole movie to have been a little bit more winking or camp in mm-hmm. general. I think it was too self serious. But when the psychologist was like, "Hey, this seems like it could be bad for the kid," my first thought was like. Yeah, that sounds like a tech company to not have thought about that or brought in, like, yeah. one child psychologist at any point in the development of this. Yeah, I also thought <laughs> making cheap digs at the movie. Uh-huh. Um, so, Allison Williams' character is a toy developer. Uh-huh. And I was... And based on how she interacts with her niece, I'm like, she has no idea about children. Like, how to interact with children, what they like, what to do with them. Uh-huh. And she's a toy developer. Yeah, well, not a very good one, apparently. I think she's more into the robotics side yeah. of, of things, not the audience of yeah, children. Yeah, what makes a toy good mm-hmm. as a toy. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, but I mean, that's a—that's me getting a little annoyed. You can be annoyed at this movie. I think it's allowed. Uh, I did not like this movie. <laughs> I think you disliked it more than I did. That's fair. No, you—you accepted it for what it was. I didn't. Like I said, I thought maybe it was going to go 
it, that it, the, the story behind the story was going to be out of the development of um, Alice and Williams and her niece's relationship. And, mm. I mean, that relationship did develop somewhat, but that wasn't related to the... <laughs> It wasn't symbolic. This horror story was not symbolic of their relationship. Yeah, their relationship developed when she had to kill Megan. Because mm-hmm. Megan was bad. And then they worked together. Um, yeah, also on other things that were like signposted. Uh, when we met Bruce, the robot. Oh, her her college project. Her college project. I was like, her oh, that's going to fight Megan at the end. Oh, good call. I didn't see that, but I don't. Oh. I don't think I don't look for those connections no. when I'm watching. Which is probably okay. I, I, Bruce was a Chekhov's gun. Yes, if we put a giant robot in the first act, he's got to fight the little robot by the third. Mm-hmm. I think Chekhov said that exactly. Yeah. That sounds like Specifically giant robots. Yeah. Any other notes on that you uh, took? No. Um, I try not to be, like, angry at child actors, but I did not think Katie did a great job mm. of being a child actor. Well, it's hard to cast kids. Oh, absolutely. It's hard to work with kids. I, I hear some of the stories about like what child actors who are now adults have gone through and they mm-hmm. talk about, and I'm like, maybe we shouldn't let kids act ever. <laughs> uh, you know, reading, reading Will Wheaton's recent memoir, Still Just a Geek, um, reading a little bit about the stuff that Brooke Shields has been opening up about like 40 years later. Mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe we just shouldn't let child actors. So here you are going after a child actor. I I don't know what the situation was for her in this thing. Um, acting is hard. Being a child is hard. Doing both of those together is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was taking you out of the film further. It felt like she had one mode, which was breathy and sad, which, mm-hmm. if this was a film about grief, like, you could maybe work with and bring some nuance to, but this was a film about a murder doll. Mm-hmm. A tall murder doll. Not a little murder doll. I don't, I don't have much else to say. Do you have anything else to say? I mean, you should have known. It was advertised so aggressively, and that's usually a sign that something isn't very good. <laughs> So, yeah, I should have gone with my first instinct, which was to not watch a movie. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. not watch it. You yeah. asked me like a few weeks ago if, if you I wanted was to see it. I had, and you said you weren't. Yeah, I put it I on, the list. Put it on the list because I still wanted to watch it. I didn't yeah. expect you to pick it. Surprise! <laughs> I'm not mad that I watched it. I still wanted to see it. Um, it just wasn't. Um, it. Here's the thing. I don't think it committed to the bit. Mm. That's that's what I think. I think I should have really leaned into the creepy doll thing even more. And maybe that would have worked if they hadn't put every single murder in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just put every single murder in the trailer. <laughs> and I'll let you... 
you say that. Hmm. Yeah, it's hard to be surprising or shocking when you when you do that. Movie trailers just getting real. Yeah. And that's not even the fault of the creators necessarily, um, because they don't like have control over the trailers. It's a marketing department who's putting them together. But um, if only the best parts of your movie can end up in a three-minute trailer, you might need some more best parts. Yeah. Like I said, very unusual for the majority of the trailer to come from the last little bit of a film. film. Yeah. So it's got that going for it, (laughs) I guess. Okay, anything else? Uh, It was a short one, but tell them quickly about our Patreon, and we can let everybody go home. Okay, we won't make this speech longer than the podcast itself (laughs) on on the movie part. So we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash 5degrees. You can support us on, it's on a per episode basis. You can put a monthly cap on the number of episodes you support. And there's two perks. One is a super duper unedited cut where we talk to our cat at the beginning and the end Mm -hmm. of the podcast. And the other one is a list of movies that we didn't watch, which... Today, maybe you should go watch one of the movies that we didn't watch. Maybe. No guarantee that they're any better yeah. than Mithrigan. <laughs> did I cover it? I think you did. Okay. I think I think at least one of the movies on this list would have been better than Mithrigan. But... I mean, you, there were Oscar-nominated yeah. films on the yeah. list, so, which actually is not a guarantee that it's no any good. But it could have been. All right. Well, say goodnight, Amy. Goodnight, Amy.